Yep, dodge that bullet. So, well, I was kind of hoping files. <laughs> to just stay silent and for once have Alex break the silence. Nah, I will stay silent, yeah. laughing. She's the one that pushes something. the button. So, you know, if she gets caught in the cold open, it's because she's on a tirade that she wants to finish or whatever, right? So, not so much she gets and, caught. Just have her be like we all just sit here awkwardly until she feels like she needs to break the silence over the one hour episode of It's happened before. Like it just yeah. stayed silent, laughing until someone else said something. Right. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm have not you strong. Seen our show? She's she she's capable of being quiet longer. If it were a battle of wills, then I'd just be mute the whole episode, but it's a podcast, so that's not very fun, you know. Like, Next time on While We Weren't Recording, the stare down. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. but So we don't have a topic this week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, we <laughs> scraped the bottom of all the barrels to come up with some topics. My brain up, is not a barrel. <laughs> uh, well, the, your brain is the, to thank for this. We're going crazy speculation on Mirror Mirror. Because that's better than railing about crazy fan theories, because this is going to take me a while after reading some of this bullshit to be willing to talk about it, because that was dumb. And hurt, hurt your soul. Yeah, it kind of did. Says the woman who is an adamant defender of Rashid and Odin is the same person. Prove that they're wrong. Prove it. You can't. That's how that's how those dumbass theories can be proven wrong. No, no, no. That's how those dumbass theories they feel. They're like they're complete. They're just like random bullshit, just like you. And and they just like prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. Come on. That's that's can't win. You just can't can't win. Painful part is when they have been proven wrong, but they're just not accepting the stated evidence in the book or what Jim has said directly. To be true, because or, they like, they want to decide that Slate has a daughter that's going to be revengeful out there. Fuck you, talking yeah. About? Or or like we've talked about before, like there's a logical process that makes things plausible, right? You take you take you know other pieces of lore or similar ideas that have been presented in the books. Um, which of our characters can be definitively proven to have ever time traveled, let alone had a child through time travel processes? You know, like none of that shit is even remotely on the table. And then you, you, because you've seen it somewhere in fandom or you, or you, you know, you pulled it out of your, you know, back rooms, you, you're just like, yep, this is totally what I think is going to happen moving forward. Like there's some out there theories that we've had, you know, about the nature of mantles and like where they come from and stuff like that. But it's usually at least based off of a process that we could find like, oh yeah, okay, I could see that feels Dresden to me or, or however mm. you want to couch it, right? The the Rashid is Vaderung thing is is her meme. Like I don't know that she actually believes it. I think it'd be funny to have it show up, but you know I fed into it because it's like yeah, I mean it's it's just crazy enough to work, but it's also like small enough sacrifice to just laugh along with her, right? As opposed to like you know half of the she courts are really you know descendants of Murphy because she traveled back in time and turned into yeah. Mab and like just what I mean, no? <laughs> I mean. I I know I'm I'm pretty darn sure Jim watches basically none of our sh- our episodes. Maybe the one he was on to see how we felt it went. But I know That's Priscilla what Priscilla watches pretty regularly. Can you so can you just imagine her being like, you know what would be great if we just have like someone mention Rashid Odin theory just for Alex and then have it shut down? Yeah, right. Then 
until the most recent books, right? It'd be hilarious to just overhear like Chandler talking to somebody in the water cooler room, you know, and just be mm-hmm. like, but seriously, have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? Yeah, no, just like, <laughs> and then have some character call him stupid. And then, you know, first of all, Alex's legacy is segmented and she's proven wrong because Jim calls it stupid. No, no, that wouldn't be proving it wrong. That would just be a character being like See, called you can't stupid win with for this. it. You can't, you can't win that, with these people. That would not be the example. If you they, what are the other? If those character of Rashid or Vaderung explicitly stated that they are not the other, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, really, even just if calling they were Chandler in the same stupid room. because he said it is not—that's not proof. That just means that the other person doesn't believe it. Even if really they were speaking the with Jim's voice, time, right? Then they could just be magic. It could be an illusion. It could be Goodman Gray. He got yeah. a dollar. For so, so if they're in the room at the same time, and Harry uses his sight and sees there, <laughs> then one of them is not a veil or an illusion. Then she sure. will accept it. Right. Sure, but up until Jim, then, you got, you got they a scene cut out for tall, you. Very tall, mysterious, very knowledgeable people that are missing an eye. Their eye has mysterious powers and have in the past been playing with mantles and identities for lots of purposes that all seem to be about the same issue of uh, the whole fulcrum cruxy. I, be- I believe, I believe in you, Jim, if, if somehow this makes it to you, just put her out of her misery. If, if you come on, <laughs> if you come on again, please debunk it. That would be great. We'll just ask him directly next time so that his brain can short circuit for just a I moment. Mean, and... I held out on that, that time that he came back recently of wondering if any one of you would have the idea of just asking the fucking question and none of you did. We just had so right. many good questions we couldn't get to at the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's director, that's because we sift out the crazy so that we could ask the plausible so we could get How's some good answers. Out for you? you still have to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, and? we do, but we've at least saved yeah. that little shred of sanity that this would steal from him. <laughs> okay. Public services, man. So, yeah, right. I'm not going to tell you. Hilarious. Yeah. That would just be more proof. Uh, I mean, like, I can't yeah, deny right. that. Yeah, yeah. We definitely we, <laughs> we start taking that more as, like, admittance these days. Because yes. otherwise, like, he would just say no. <laughs> you know, like. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get on our not topic. Um, but so, I mean, we've we've talked about Mirror Mirror before, right? You know, so just to kind of catch everybody up to speed with what we discussed and everything. But, um, you know, we talked about Mirror Mirror before. We've had a little bit of speculation. We've thrown around some crazy theories. We've, we've speculated on what the event is going to be, right? Um, everybody knows it's going to be Harry if he orders a Coke or not. That's what, you know, decides if he's evil Harry or good Harry. But uh, he orders a Pepsi that one time, and then it was just fucking evil from then on. He goes, um, to, but, he goes to McDonald's. Right, instead of Burger King on his way yeah. over. Um, but other than that, like, we wanted to get into a deep dive of, like, the, the way that I phrased it was, who's wearing the goatee, right? You know, obviously we know Harry is there's a really high percentage chance Susan is obviously because that was part of the deal at the end, you know, that, you know, I'll I'll let you keep her. She can be yours and blah, 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 creepy vampire, you know, non-consent, you know, all that weirdness. But, uh, you know, one of the other big points of speculation was like, people have been talking about like, Oh, Marcone's going to pick up a sword. And like, I was tickled by the idea initially, but like when I actually gave it some thought, like, part of the idea of mirror mirror is like, it's not just so like if 
to, to nerd out on you and I'll try and keep it to like a minute, right? So in Star Trek, right, where Mirror Mirror, the term comes from, not that mirror universes are like uniquely Star Trek, they're just one of the most prominent. The, the trope is definitely represented by that thing in Star Trek. That's, that's, yes, that's and the goatees and everything. But yeah, yeah. the mirroring event in Star Trek happened at like, you know, at least in first contact, like in in the early, well, in the like mid to late 2000s in, in the lore. And then you run into like Kirk and the Enterprise in like the 2200s, right? So we're hundreds of years down the line. None of these characters were born yet when the mirror universe split off from the prime universe. In Dresden, that's not going to be the case, right? So where I, I, I kind of like went back a little bit and was like, okay, so for example, Marcone is a very established gangster still. He's still, you know, like two books ago, he asked Dresden to sign on, you know, like he's still doing all these gangstery things. So it's not like, okay, Marcone's got this tragic backstory and then he trips over a sword and decides to be the knight, right? Uh, similarly, all of the knights of the cross are alive at this point in time because we, we haven't had death masks yet. So even, you know, Fidlockius isn't unaccounted for, right? They're all there. It's entirely plausible. We could say in a couple of years, you know, Shiro dies and then Marcone trips over a sword or whatever. But like small favor doesn't necessarily happen the same way or anything like that. And so that's where I kind of wanted to be like, okay, can we speculate what a path would look like? We, I think we even did some of the books, like, you know, which of the books would be different and that sort of thing too. But, you know, that was kind of the idea, so... Yeah, I mean, it's easy, it's fun to imagine the characters at the current time when the whole mirror mirror thing uh, like starts to happen, like the book starts to imagine like, well, how damaged is Murphy going to be? What is the state Michael going to be? And things like that. But to figure out the path from Grave Peril to Mirror Mirror, like that'll give you more information. Like, so immediately after Grave Peril, well, there was Summer Night, and so the issues with the fairies is still going to have to be decided at some point. Right. Right. And uh, Mab's involvement with Harry also needs to be decided around there because Leah's been infected. And yeah, Mab has needs to take on her mortgage like that, right? And uh, really, Marcone is probably going to have to combat Bianca if she's still in power because she's a competitor. So they're going to butt heads even more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. You know, like they were kind of gearing up to and already a little bit involved in the turf war, right? So that actually points to really bad timing for Marcone, um, you know, for that sort of thing. Because now Bianca's just gotten promoted. She's just a pretty powerful sorceress because Mavra was teaching her. Mavra probably didn't even leave town, right? Because she's not running mm -hmm. from Dresden. Dresden's there, you know? So maybe that's Dresden's first mission for Bianca is to go rough up Marcone or, you know, kill him or turn him, you know, on the outside. And we actually, you know, I don't, we're not going to get like, to see all of these events, right? But like, you can see some of it implied. Maybe Marcone pulls it off. Maybe Marcone goes into hiding or something. Um, but, you know, just try and think of like, imagine Vampire Harry goes to the varsity room and decides to break some light bulbs. Like, what do you think that's going to look like? The building be, was like, on fire and it was his fault, you know, so. So that is that the prevailing theory that Harry says, I'll join the Red Court and becomes a Red Court vampire? That's, that's my assumption. 
you know, that because towards the end of, of the book, you know, the deal is, you know, that's the choice he has to make. Right. You know, uh, uh, I don't, I think, I don't think so. Go ahead. I, th I think technically right. it was that he gives up Susan. She takes the place of the woman that Bianca was holding it against Harry for losing and they call it equal, but they still get to have a relationship. Susan still stays in town. And it just kind of puts him in ties with the Red Corp, but not that he would be uh, vampiric himself. Well, I not mean, immediately so, at least. Yeah, we talked about it. Let me scroll up here a little bit because I I pulled it because I wanted to see where Am Amarakius was at the end. Because I don't, I think Michael doesn't get it until like after after, which is potentially important as well. Um, so let's see. Bianca curled her fingers around Susan's hair. First, you shall be forgiven your excesses of bad taste the last few days. But for the two deaths, none of it is unworkable. And uh, those two would have died shortly in any case. I forgive you. Blah, blah, blah. You killed someone dear to me. So this one will stay to me. Uh, stay with me. Sorry. Um... Isn't it great reading a book when you're on a podcast? Yeah, I know, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take somebody dear to you. After that, all will be equal. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Uh, so she says, well, what say you? If you prefer to remain with her, I'm sure a place could be made for you here. After after suitable assurances of your loyalty, of course. She's right. a vampire. Turning him is suitable assurances of It would be. It's loyalty. just not explicitly stated, so you, there could be a misdirect there. Yes. Is, the Man, thing I'm thinking I, I, about here... The, he's the so thing fucking I'm, clever if he set up a misdirect nine books ago to fucking yeah. be like, that one line was a misdirect on what evil Harry's gonna look like. Like, holy shit. I no, mean, I don't obviously believe. evil Harry's gonna have a goatee. <laughs> But I, I think it's too simple for him to be red court infected. I think he would he would just be a darker headed wizard. Okay, Andreas. What I was thinking is just think there's a pretty if Harry's a more dark aligned wizard, but still a wizard and not a vampire. Uh, like is he still do you he's still Harry then? And he might have some, like, do some screwed up things, I would imagine. But it might still be in the interest of the greater good for, like, the way he sees it. Because, you know, there's also this whole thing. And I think Jim definitely subscribes to that, right? I think he's even brought it up that, you know, the villain's never the villain in their own mind and story. Right. I mean, it could be it could be a little bit lower level where, you know, he's just addicted to her. Right. Because we already see some of that, you know, in the next couple of books where, you know, they kissed and red court vampires have got that narcotic saliva. Right. So he just gets addicted somehow. But I can't imagine that his will isn't going to be tainted. Right. As part mm -hmm. of the process. You know, my, my thinking is just that's that may very well happen. And what I'm just thinking, if if if. If it's like a dark Harry who does like was more like I'll do whatever it takes, like going to a different dimension and have another Harry thrown under the bus, so I can get the shit that needs to be done done, kind of Harry, and not so much vampire Harry who's just like straight up evil. And what well, I'm thinking, if Harry's not the chosen one, who is the chosen one? Because there are more Starborns. But if Harry, this dark Harry, he could still be the chosen one. He's just the whatever it takes, Harry. Yeah. So he's the fulcrum, right? doesn't necessarily mean he's Luke Skywalker, okay? 
he's the destroyer in Mirror Mirror. So we're going to get to see Destroyer Harry. We're going to get to see what keeps the wardens up at night and who they check under their bed. Because that that's <laughs> kind of like... scared off. Right. And that's so to to advance it a little bit more where it's like more than just like the means justifies the ends type of thing. Right. Is that um, the idea of Mirror Mirror is that Harry gets pulled into this alternate dimension because, you know, uh, Mirror Harry is kidnapping and murdering other Dresdens from the multiverse in order to throw the wardens off his trail or whatever. Right. That was it's paraphrased, but I'm pretty sure that was kind of the one liner we got from Jim. You know, yeah. when he kind of announced the book is like, you know, we're we're going to get some of these differences and whatnot. But that's that's the genesis. Right. That's the idea. And maybe that changes. You know, we're still a year or two out, maybe. So um, but that's what we've got to work with today. And I I don't see like I could see Dresden trying to cure Susan's vampirism and deciding to grind up unicorns to make a potion. That, mm-hmm. that would be the means justifies the ends for our Dresden. I can't see what would make our Dresden decide, oh, man, I've just got to make it to the point where I'm going to kidnap myself from an alternate universe to murder myself so that I can keep doing trying to cure vampirism. That's 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 his end game. Like at this point, this Harry might maybe have had similar th- things and knowledge that our Harry has. He knows the states of the outsiders. He knows what has to be done to save reality and he is a more of a I'll do whatever the fuck it takes including throwing alternate Harrys under the bus because I'm the guy who can get it done yeah the other the other problem I have with that speculation is that you know one of the working theories I have again I'm not sure it's directly been confirmed is that well and it might have come up in our in our interview but um, you know just the idea that like if if Harry fails if our Harry fails all of reality is doomed, right? Every single world, every single one needs to win or the outsiders get back in. And, you know, so what is that going to look like when Harry's knocking himself off, right? Like if if nine out of 10 Harry's is, you know, the good decider and the other one out of 10 are are the destroyer or whatever, Um Shit, this is going to overlap with Marvel again, isn't it? So anyway, director has no idea. Half of you are confused, but go watch Loki. Um, so I haven't seen but, it yet, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. So a really big interesting thing would be seeing the White Council in the Mirror Universe. Like, so our Harry, uh, Prime Harry, has already been kicked out. He's... Uh, it was not quite like a arrest on site, but it was just, you're about to be punished for existing. We don't like you that much. So in the mirror universe, when he's already uh, killing alternate versions of himself to escape from their wrath, much like Kemmler would like, like that has accelerated much faster, but I want to know the route that actually took, because if you remember in, in summer night, Everyone was blaming from having started a war for refusing to give up Susan. But if he had given her up and not started a war then, wouldn't they have been more positively leaning toward it? Morgan might have said, yes, that is the right thing to do because he didn't start something that was going to kill lots and lots of people, even though he's now more of a destroyer than before. Could be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I could see it going both ways. Like I, if if he gets turned, if he gets, you know, 
conscripted, however you want to, to term it, I think the White Council still going to kick him out. They are terrified At some point, of yes. vampiric wizards, right? So if they find out that, you know, all of the details of what happened, he's he's out. It's possible he could be a secret double agent, but we're also dealing with, like, younger stupid Harry. So uh, I don't really think Petrovich, even he's that suave. The yep. Archangel hasn't... I mean, if there wasn't a war, a Archangel point. wouldn't have been destroyed. So Petrovich, would, the, the one that had all of the experience with the Red Court would be yeah. alive and known and not Cowl. <laughs> well, he's still Cowl, but, you know. Uh, yeah, but... I, I, but I was thinking Peabody, right? Like, imagine Dresden mm -hmm. teams up with Peabody and, you know, because they're all, like, the Black Council isn't necessarily, like, they're, it's not like they're working for, but, you know, Peabody might get a report that some young new wizard in Chicago just got conscripted. And it's like, holy shit, I know that guy, <laughs> you know, or at least know of that guy, you know? So like, you could see that you could see a lot of the intrigue, but again, we're not going to get all of that buildup, right? We're going to get the thousand foot view 15 years later, because that's the book we're in, you know? So yeah, like this, I mean, it, quite literally could be an entirely different book series, right? You know, that's yeah. kind of the idea, I mean, but we're not going to get that. The entire so. happening of Summer Night was hinging on the fact that they needed fairy support for the war. Yeah. And then the whole stone table and Aurora and everything, that was separate, but that was what caused Harry's involvement. Yeah, but the... The stone so, table stuff might still happen, but without it, it the extra would. dangling of of we need this for the war, but, you know, Nemesis had infected Aurora. They set up the whole thing to steal the mantle to get the power. Yeah. You know, so that, so, that yeah. alone should still happen. But the, the whole like convocation at Chicago wouldn't, or not under the same circumstances, unless they're just having a very large talk about Dresden and his situation in general without there being a war. But Rashid wouldn't, probably wouldn't have been pulled in if there wasn't something impending like a war, unless he was pulled in actually because of the stone table and his connection to Mab. Or because he was pulled in because he knows that Dresden is starborn and he knows that Dresden is the fulcrum. Which is possible considering Dresden needs to deal with it. what uh, Martha Liberty said during that is like, you know what he was meant to be. Everyone of the senior council at that point knows and including people like Morgan, that he was meant to be either the, the, the destroyer or the guardian or whatever they called it. Right. He probably got put so on not, some form of parole. <laughs> yeah, they put the Sword of Damocles back on him. Like Yeah, again, it's just funny. like, you don't get to like not be watched for after doing something like that. And he would be feeling like it's unfair treatment, which it kind of would be because he doesn't know what Margaret did. Right. It'd be interesting to know other things. Like does uh, Thomas ever reveal himself as being his brother? Does he still try to help? Well, Are they buddies in the mirror universe? Done that. So, oh, okay, well, they, yeah, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have revealed himself as his brother, but he was already kind of reaching out. Yeah, so, I mean, he know. was also in a very bad spot in grave peril. And if Justine was freed because he gave up Susan, then maybe they'd still like be friendly. But Blood Rites and the reveal that they're brothers is three books later. I mean, Thomas knows 
in grave peril, right? Thomas knows, yes. I think he would be... I mean, Thomas is loyal to family, to a fault. So, I don't know. I don't know how bad Harry would have to get for Thomas. Like, does he... He's still loyal to his, his, like mostly loyal to his his white court sisters who've ki killed, like Laura has killed hundreds of people, thousands maybe. Yeah, it 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 wouldn't be wrong of Thomas's character to be supportive of Dresden even as he's going more evil, especially if there's an understanding of like. But this is the right thing to do, even if it's the more destructive way of going about it, like at any cost type description, as you were describing earlier. Yeah. And I mean, in the end, especially back then, up to, I mean, even up to, up to around changes, right? He, Thomas believes that he kind of is evil and is a monster himself. That's how he sees himself. That's like how he had that. He tries to get out. He tries to live this live this life that he lives, and he ends up going back to the white court and and then kind of giving up because in the end he doesn't believe he can be good. Almost, I think a big part of that was the Nagloshi, though, right? So sure, because he was doing Tomas but, up until you know he got his ass beat. I, I I still think there was a lot of that doubt in him before that, and this just this. That event brought it out in him. The trauma. I just don't mean Thomas is a very. And we also like how it, we get some thoughts about how he sees himself, right? In in the book where he he's fighting Dresden, and then Dresden doesn't know it. Uh, back up. You, yeah. And I I can only vaguely remember that book, but I think he's pretty self-loathing, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean. It's part of his character, so maybe, but I don't remember that being a focus of the story, right? So, yeah, the focus of this, that story was mostly uh, he's hungry and he's annoyed at his sister for giving him orders for the Venatori, but it works out good for him because he gets to beat up his brother and uh, feed. <laughs> And then we, that's how we get the Oblivion War, but that was pretty much it. It wasn't that, that much of the self-loathing. I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't vaguely remember, but at least that's the, that's kind of one of the impressions, I guess, is what I have of Thomas is, you know, this, this conflict and this, him thinking he's a monster and Harry trying to convince him that he's not, stuff like I that. I think Thomas almost always thinks of himself as kind of like a, a, a starving animal, like especially in backup because he was trying to be so careful that he was always hungry and always suffering for it. But he thought that was a good thing. And he's never like not thought of himself as not a dangerous creature, but he can try to be good. It he just like, it was the trauma with the Nagloshi of just hurting him to the point that he gave up. Well, and then, you know, Nemesis came and saved the day, so. Yeah. Hmm. He's just, the, some of the thoughts I have, if we don't have this, this, this and justifies the means, Harry, and Harry is not, if this Harry is not the, still the chosen one, 
then who in their reality, if we presume that the outsiders are not around all realities, uh, I don't know how that works exactly. I don't think we, we've gotten some some words in that from Jim when he was on here with Uriel, for example, being one Uriel. Uh, it's just who who then like why isn't the outsiders already haven't they already devoured that reality? If Harry is not because he's he's like foiled outsider plans several times, right? Uh, right. Well, in almost all of the realities, it's going to be someone like Mab, right? I mean, she won't be the same in every reality. And he didn't say that, but he, like the mothers probably would be, they would probably put someone who's very similar to Mab in her position. And she's, her entire purpose has been protecting from the outsiders. Harry isn't well, the again, only one working on it. Yeah, Mab is one of those, she's been doing this for at least a thousand years before Harry was born, you know, so again she's uh you know she's going to be largely unchanged because mab is mab as she would say so um, yeah but there's just yeah, sure but there's just things harry has has stopped right where mab had no involvement didn't send harry didn't have any other agents there but harry was there right It's just, but there are there are other starborn who are kind of like, as I, I mean, that's we don't really know, but the idea of what the starborns are, the theory is kind of like they're these people born under certain circumstances who can have this, can, can do things to outsiders and have have a, have an impact on the world that other people can't. It's like how I see them, right? It's that, I think that's like the prevailing kind of idea of what a starborn is. Yeah, but there are uh, also and, like something like forty thousand of them, right? So right. yeah, there's a dwarf. That's Harry's what I'm saying. They're uniquely there. special, other than he was a wizard and he survived. You know. Yeah, and and his mother kind of set him up as well too. She had right. plans, right? Uh, then the thought I just have is, you know, there are a lot of starborns. A lot of them are dead at this point. Uh, I think we've been told. Uh, but then you know, it's gonna be boring and weird. Like it's kind of like okay, so the chosen one from in alternate Harry's reality is just some complete random person we've never heard of. Uh, what I'm just thinking is it gonna be Elaine, for example? We know she's a starborn. Uh, you will neither confirm nor deny. Right. I I think it's likely, but I also I wouldn't I wouldn't call her the chosen one per se, right? Because she no, doesn't she... necessarily have everybody. Like she doesn't have all the help that Dresden did. Right. So, you know, like Robin, right? Robin is a hero, but he's not Batman and he's never going to be Batman just because Batman died. He's not going to necessarily inherit all his money, his skill, all his support network, his girlfriends, everything else. Right. They are different characters. So, yeah, Robin may be the best we got. You know, Elaine may be the best we got. And she's a total badass. Like, don't let me undersell you. But she doesn't necessarily have Mab, you know, pulling for her behind the scenes, mom pulling her for her behind the scenes, a secret she brother she had, you know. So she does have fae relations and could be set up to be very kind suspicious. of uh, yeah, with nemesis in her brain, sure. So she's not friends with a knight of the cross, like you know. Yeah. Yeah, she was no, friends no. with Aurora. Right, so that could also be bad. Well, it's, it just kind of it keeps coming back to in 
in the beginning part of Summer Night, she says that she built up a debt to Titania. And at the end, when Aurora is dead, she said that her debt was to Aurora. Now she is free. Yeah. And it's just like, that's extremely suspicious, no matter what. Maybe it was just like the debt had been transferred and whatever way, favor thing that they had to do. Fine. But I don't believe a thing that she said about it. Yeah. Then I just come back to that this this is alternate Harry might not be straight up vampire super duper evil Harry, but more of the a more dark turned fulcrum like Harry that is I'm gonna do all the bad shit I need to do, but I'm still fighting for team reality. Yeah, I worry about some of your guys' moral compass because I think he's definitely gonna be, you know, he's on the evil axis. He's lawful. Yeah, he's I'm not saying he's not evil about that. He's 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 himself from other universes to murder them. There is no way that this is an ends justifies the means. He's not in a gray I'm not, area. He's I'm not saying it's exactly I'm what it saying, is. <laughs> no. I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm saying he's not the twirl mustache evil. Uh, he better parody. twirl his damn mustache. Okay. He's going to have so a go- he, he better twirl the so damn mustache. <laughs> so he didn't steal ice cream from a baby on his way over and push a kid into the street, but you know, like he is Nicodemus level evil guys. Like, yes, and yeah. Nicodemus is a bad guy no matter what he thinks, too. That's why no, Mab is also going, pretty much a bad guy. <laughs> so. He's going in the direction of Nicodemus. He's going to say that he need he what he is doing is very important. He's going to have very valid reasons because he's probably gonna know more about the whole destroyer because he's gonna be the version of Harry that's smart enough to ask the fucking questions and demand <laughs> answers. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he might he might actually have instantly said, What's a Starborn? Yeah. Right. <laughs> when yeah, Santa Claus is calling you Starborn, maybe you ask what the hell that is and call that your Christmas present that year. <laughs> right. Um yeah. But uh, he hasn't been a good boy, so he doesn't get an answer, he gets cold. <laughs> but he because he's it. evil. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Going on and on about, yes, it is, and it's just by the means. He's going to have very good reasons, and it's going to be very scary how reasonable it sounds up until you're murdering someone. Sure. I mean, I don't disagree that it's going to be an evil Harry. I'm interested in the, the shades of gray and uh, the motivations of this character. Not so much. Because like, we all agree killing other people is evil. <laughs> Like that's Killing not, other people is bad, okay? <laughs> like that's not that's a pretty base take, right? I think so. I th- it's a pretty deep, solid line in my sand. So yeah, yeah. It's like it's like just like you know what I mean. Like it's something like we can almost everybody agrees on. What I'm just like it's interesting because like there, this is just something to think about now. Because the way I thought about it before was like, oh, it's just this evil mustache twirling probably a vampire harry but i'm also getting this thought that let's say i kind of get this this is based on nothing but speculation and conjecture from what we've heard what we read and what jim has said the outsiders are outside reality which means they're also outside of all the different realities so there are many harrys there is only one faction of outsiders outside of that like this one uriel and maybe the way they are destroying the world, like the reality, is they're taking one reality at a time. So many realities might be gone by now, 
and Aura still stand largely thanks to our or chosen one, Harry, our version of Harry. Uh, and then for this other universe to also stand, someone would have to be this person who makes sure their reality is still ticking. If that sure. makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, multi-dimensional trolley problem time. How, mm -hmm. how many thousands of people can evil Harry sacrifice, but he's still on the good guy side? I mean, he that depends on that map. depends on your morality, right? Are you just a oh no, you know, he sacrificed a hundred Harrys, but he saved his reality, which is millions of billions of people, plus there never never. So he's good. If you look at it like in a pure numerical point, but he's a pretty a pretty bad guy if he does that. <laughs> well he, I mean, just, and you're just assuming hundreds of Harry's dead, but how many millions of people yeah, did so Harry I was about to say because that, that leads to how many of these Harry's were that reality's chosen one still and the one making sure that reality didn't go poof. Right. Well, and even even take a take a a little bit of a step back. We're obviously like swinging for the fences because we want to draw the point, but think about Harry in the warrior. How many people did he save just walking down the street that Uriel mm -hmm. was proud of him for that didn't even involve saving Michael and keeping Michael from beating that guy to death, you know? Yeah. So like even just those little impacts, right? You pull Harry out at any point in time. How many thousands of people did you just condemn without even realizing it? And then, you know, over the scale of eternity, like that shit gets out of control, assuming that there isn't a sudden violent stop at the end. But um, yeah. So it's also interesting to think of what has this alter Harry, what of all these power ups our Harry has been offered? Has has he gotten a chance at all of them? What is he taking? I taken? think you've taken Last Shield's coin. I think. It, I would also that, say the Master would. Denarian coin, I agree. Because I also see people talking about the, the hollow. The Dark Hollow, and I don't think that because I think he would be too powerful then, like story wise, and well, he wouldn't need to do this pulling also Harry's. He could just be like, <laughs> "I'm almost a god, fuck off." Right? Could be. I mean, that's, yeah, that's I further mean... away from Grave Peril, but only two books for Death Masks, and the Denarians have to be involved at somehow. They're probably going to do this thing. I think Death, like the Denarian plot of Death Masks, I think would still happen. The vampire side, right. who knows? Um, I think well, yeah, he still he's gets not going to duel Ortega. He's not going to duel Ortega for for ending the war. You're not right. going to have vampire Susan show up and and tell him about you know about the duel and you know have all that shit with Martin. But right. the A plot is intact, right? So you know the the church mice are still involved. Marcone is still gonna. He's still trying to get the shroud. Nicodemus mm -hmm. is still trying to get the shroud because why would any of that have changed? And that's that's part of what I wanted to talk about today, right? Is like what is and isn't changed because that shit is going to be largely intact. Like unless Marcone got taken out immediately after Grave Peril because it, that was Harry's first job or whatever, like I suggested earlier. Like you know that like shit's it. still going to happen. You know, so you'll see the Knights of the Cross and whatever does. You know, does Michael pop off over to Bianca's to have a word with Harry? <laughs> you know, just be like, I got to make a quick errand. You know, how does that work out? So um, he does get the sword back before the end, by the way. So, um, you know, just because uh, that that was a thing. It was like, maybe there is a sword available. Maybe it gets destroyed, you know, depending on Harry's choice. 
Um, but yeah, he, he's got it before the end because they're, they help get him out of there. Right. When he, when he decides to bring the house down, but, um, you know, just, Mm -hmm. it's those little things. What, what isn't, isn't different because the trajectory for a lot of things are going to be the same. It's just how Harry interacts with them after a point could be different. So, and this impact Harry has had on all these people, he might not have or choose not to things he's he will choose not to do because he's this different person now who ultimately becomes this guy who's like i'm gonna let all the harry harry's pay for my choices yeah i think it i think at a low level like the a plots for most of the books are going to be the same right you're still going to have you know you're still going to have the fairy courts duking it out in summer night but it's not necessarily going to go the way that you you know that you saw it go you're still going to have you know, the Denarians duking it out with Marcone and whatever else, but that's not going to go the way that you think it is. I I think Death or uh, Deadbeat still does involve the Necromancers. How the Dark Hallow comes off and who gets it may but be different. if Mavra's think, a good guy now, or at least on well, Harry's side, on Harry's because side, if they're both on yeah. Bianca's side... And that maybe that's how he gets involved, right? Mavra sends him after the Necromancers to, to stop it. You know, so you get that, okay, well, he still helped prevent the really bad thing, right? So he's almost a good guy. But what I was going to say, though, here is like a lot of the other B-plots, I think, evaporate, right? Because they're the vampire war and whatnot. I think uh, by deadbeat, the vampires still have started the war with the White Council. I don't think they make it out of Sicily. Or I don't think they make it out of wherever. I don't think there's like, well, shit, we're down to 50 wardens. I think it's done. Because I think but isn't Harry know, like, running from the wardens and the White Council? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe. But the point is that the Red Court has had an extra several years to build up, and possibly had you know insider knowledge. I think they're able to close the noose by then. I think that's a strong possibility. Like I'm not gonna like stick. Sure, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I think it, that but. is a strong possibility. It just clashes if if he's hiding. If he's running from a White Council powerful enough to oh, chase yeah. him down. Yeah. Well, they, they are still strong, right? You know, maybe Morgan yeah, but... still makes it out, and Morgan's got a vendetta. You know, so <laughs> I, I, I think it'd be fun as shit to see like Morgan and a couple of the senior council, like Ebenezer and Morgan, team up to bring Dresden down. What? A, yeah, and our Dresden has to buddy. be like, <laughs> right? Kick-ass buddy I want to hurt you. <laughs> I'm actually super excited about seeing you, Morgan. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, and but boy, like, do I have a story for you. <laughs> Yeah, you must be crazy if you're excited to see me. So, yeah, but yeah, I think the council itself may be, you know, pretty much destroyed by then. But you're still you're still going to have individual wizards. Not everybody was at Sicily, you know, Um, and then some of them pull it out because they're fucking ninth, ninth level spell wielding level 20 plus wizards and badasses. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, but, but it, you know, it, and it is typical Jim to try and lie to us while not lying. So when he says the White Council is chasing, that could just be White Council members, and the organization itself may very well be all but destroyed. Right. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, I was going to say Ramirez because that'd be fun to target target his heartstrings, but I don't think Ramirez makes it. So they don't get to be friends to get the vendetta that it would it would require, right? So. They probably never developed that friendship. So if if Ramirez was alive, it would just be like pure Morgan almost, and just 
vitriolically hate Harry. Right. Yeah. Would be cool to see Harry beat that Ramirez to a pulp just for the gratification of what our Ramirez did, though. Kinda. <laughs> it's also it's also versions, right? We can have fun with them. That's the point of the book, almost, right. isn't it? What happened? Right. What can I what can I do to these characters? I couldn't do I can't do to the main characters. What happens to Molly? Do you I think she's gonna get Grave Carol's next? So, or or uh, sorry. Yeah, whatever you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Proving guilty. Like yeah. so Proving after guilty. uh necromancers, that the details of that might change, but probably he stops the dark hell but learns it. And Maybe. Probably yeah. has Lashiel's coin fully because mm-hmm. he, we're going to assume that he's just going to take that leap. But proven guilty, he got onto the topic of the black magic happening because of a note from Rashid. Right. Is Rashid still wanting to help him enough to tell him, go investigate this when it's basically going to turn out better for him to have Molly as an apprentice or? Is he going to just let it go? Is Molly going to have already been in a different position to not have been done doing any of that stuff? Is she maybe stayed at home instead of fighting with her mother too much? Yeah, what happens to Molly? We, I mean, I think we've already got part of the answer, right? So Molly has always been um, like a confluence of possibilities. We get, um, we get the scene where we get to see all the different types of Molly's, right? And there is, you know, dark lady molly right Mm -hmm. so you know i think it's very possible that you know so like nobody's gonna give a shit like i'm sorry but i can't imagine if the white council like assuming the white council gets wiped out or is on the fences i don't see that that hasn't happened at that point yet right but can i finish (laughs) sorry so in uh, so because it happens after deadbeat Right. So my assumption is that the White Council at least still got its ass beat in in Sicily, if not wiped out. Right. If Dresden's not there, that was as much as anything to reach out because Rashid probably knew that they had a relationship and maybe Molly would be good for Dresden. Right. Rashid's not going to give a shit about that either. If Dresden's running around being dark Dresden, regardless of how how dark gray he is. Right. So I think she's just going to be another warlock that falls through the cracks of essentially she's going to like maybe in proven guilty, nothing directly happens. But, you know, give it another couple of years of her, you know, mind bending Nelson and his her girlfriend, whatever the situation was there. Right. And things like that. Like you're going to see her go warlock is, is my guess, because nobody's going to intervene. You know, like if if anybody's there going to give a crap, it's going to be Michael and whether or if not Harry he doesn't intervene, maybe Mab would. Why? Because of the events. OK, yes. Rashid tells Harry to, to investigate the black magic. He gets Molly. Molly gets attached to him. Molly eventually becomes the Winter Lady. After Mab had kidnapped her with the fetches, Mab had her eye on Molly. Leah already asked about Molly in Grave Peril, as saying, like, maybe you could give the, the Harry's memories back or something in that deal when she was taunting Michael. Right. So, yeah, she's always had this crazy amount of potential throughout in different points of the books. But if she is a person of a lot of potential, and especially with the, the way that Harry put it in uh, like Battleground of, like, what makes Molly a very good winter lady is the foundation she got from her family 
not how much she understands about magic from him. So right. if Harry isn't in a position to get her training with the White Council in that position, Mab might send someone to intervene and teach her. Like sending Leah infected or maybe someone else to give her some training and get her attached to Winter to be able to keep her in position as a backup for Maeve. I don't remember enough about her motivations on why she sent the fetches. Like the fetches were attracted to her, right? But I thought they were there for a different reason. So Molly they did were the sent, black magic. They? Right. And so they right. were feeding on the fear that she had caused them. It was very convenient. Right. And that's how it was able to, he was able to send the them back to the caster, which was to Molly. And then they kidnapped her and brought her back to um, Arctis Tor. At the same time that Mab was under siege at Arctis Tor and hiding from the assault that was from uh, outsiders and whatever Denarian was helping because of the hellfire. And so they also needed Harry to go back to Arctis Tor to save her to put the summer fire onto the wellspring to be able to draw back all of winter to be able to save Arctis Tor. And that freed up because of the border dispute that was going on between winter and summer for summer to be able to help the White Council more. It's a very complicated book. <laughs> right. Um, so it, in some way there, they needed Harry to do these things and all of that, but they, it still set up the connection from Mab to Molly for the winter lady position later. And this is the same book where Maeve has become infected and Leah is a she-sickle, but maybe they send one of the Malks to give her some information, give her some power to just like to get her connected to them, to be able to keep her handy and to have a relationship with one of the Fae to be able to take Maeve's place because that is still a problem as of great of proven guilty, which is likely still going to happen after grave peril when Leah's infected. <sighs> yeah, she would still get infected because she grabbed the she yes, that, before, you know. Yeah. So and Matt presumably um, would still get wise to it. She would still put her in the ice because all yeah. of that's independent of Dresden. Yeah, and it could be even just simple, yeah. like proven guilty happens almost the same, but Mab just orders Harry, go save this chick or something, maybe. Because if he's more connected to Bianca and Leah, maybe since they were already working together, maybe the, the connection is still just there. Right. <sighs> Someone else say some things. I talked too long. Well, I, I still don't think she's going to come out, you know, even remotely the same. Like, I, I agree with a lot of your points, right? But, um, you know, maybe if she gets separated from her family, you know, they're able to, you know, to, to wrestle some of that morality away from her or something. But, you know, she's had that potential the entire time, right? So, you know, I, I think we can just go read that passage again, look at that fan art and that sort of thing and just be like, pick, w mm -hmm. pick which one's your favorite, because, um, right. you know, I it's I in my opinion. And I mean, this may or may not be correct, but I I'm putting I'm putting the alternate world through a grim, dark lens. Right. Mm -hmm. Even the good guys are bastards is what we're going to wind up with, right? So even if Harry is fighting for team reality, he's still a bastard that by our our terms should get, you know, he would he would get hung. You know, we would just string him up and be done with it, right? 
Um, so even Molly, like there, there isn't any situation where we're we're still going to get friendly, happy-go-lucky Molly, which we almost have now, except that she works for winter, right? So she can't be all the time because they'll eat her. So she just lets that part of her go, embraces it fully. Maybe you'll get Mab-level Molly at best, but I'm saying like Dark Lady Molly, it, I think it's up there, you know? Right, so, so she could have gone completely warlock, like you said. I mean, that's it's just a distinct possibility if no one sets to interfering with that path, she would have gone that way. Uh, right. She, I think, and just thinking what would hurt Harry a lot would be if he has to fight her, if she's one of the wardens, which was one of those futures possible to right. go after him and he has to not try to kill her. See, and fan headcanon stuff, right? Like there's, there's a lot of logical leaps here. But in that situation, I can't, uh, there's no way that I could draw a line between where Molly is, you know, let's say in grave peril all the way through the white court to somehow be a warden. Who's going to pick her up? Who's going to train her? Right. All this other stuff. But maybe she adopts the, maybe, maybe she, you know, like adopts the um, costume, so to speak, right? she puts on the Batman mask and she decides, okay, well, the wardens are gone, but I remember what they stood for. Even this is a stretch because she's got no interaction with the White Council before Harry, right? So she's wearing the cloak and she's got all these battle scars and shit because she sees a warden, you know, she agrees with what they were fighting for and she adopts that guise. Maybe you could get that sort of thing, but like alternate Molly, I can't see where you oh. would go from A to Z and she would wind up a warden. So. so you gotta juggle things around a little bit. Um, proven guilty, Michael went off to do something important, and that important thing happened to be saving all of the baby wardens at the proto camp kaboom uh, with Ebenezer there. And then they retreated like into the middle of the decision whether to behead her or not. Right. So if some of that juxtaposition still happens, and Ebenezer finds that the daughter of the man who just saved him and all the baby wardens is about to be pet as warlock. Maybe Ebenezer just takes her. And if, if they make it that far. Yeah. Right. I can so, see like, that. Yeah. But the juxtaposition that Rashid was basically manipulating the whole time because he understands this shit was waiting it out and everything. He had gotten Harry and Molly into the <laughs> position to be able to wait for them, to be able to, to be there when they were right. uh, just burst out of the portal. How do you but decide if, with three <laughs> questions? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And if Rashid, as Vaterung, has lunch with Mr. Sunshine every year, maybe he knows how important it is to be able to get that to line up correctly. I really think that's a support for my cause now. <laughs> yeah. No, it isn't, but some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill, so... If Rashid is manipulating um, the whole book of, of proven guilty, and this is so important with what happens with Molly, who is really important to M Michael and to Michael to Uriel, and Mr. Sunshine uh, uh, having lunch with Batarang every year, it's like, hey, maybe let's make sure that this lines up correctly and she survives, and then maybe she becomes a warden and hurts Harry. So who who's the wizard representing her, then, if Dresden's not there? Well, it wouldn't be the same situation of someone representing her to be able to not like it would have to be Ebenezer returns early enough to find her to be able to represent her before Harry 
has to be there. Or the guy like, who wants, have to I'm, not, I'm not saying I agree with this theory, but the guy setting it all up, the the gatekeeper could be like, I'll I'll vouch for her. Well, yeah, because what so what I'm what I'm digging at is it's Harry that says, wait a minute, the gatekeeper hasn't voted yet, and then right. he gets an argument with you know with Albus and, and you know the Merlin and basically if is all like, of it takes well, it doesn't is, fucking matter you know so it, I, if that's all it why takes I'm like, is for the, the gatekeeper then to just say without Harry saying like but he hasn't done anything all Rashid has to do is like but I haven't said anything yet and I'm still considering and you will wait while I consider greatly right yeah. I think I think that's more believable than Ebenezer somehow shows up early in the alternate universe, but that's what because oh, right. it's a it's a small quibble, but we're talking about the multiverse. It's important. These little details yeah. are important. So I don't think Rashid would take her as his apprentice, but who else would feel a connection enough to her to be able to willing to do that? And Ebenezer or um I don't think that Lucio would do it either, but if Ebenezer did it as a, a repaying to Michael for having saved everyone because he was there at the right time, blah, blah, blah. That's the best I could figure. And then maybe instill all of these important values that are going to be very, very familiar to Harry when she spits them back at his face and she's trying to kill him because he th she thinks he's evil. Oh, the heartbreak. It'd be great. <laughs> of course, that's what you think. Yeah. The heartbreak. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that's what we should have done is we should have put it through the dark filter and just be like, okay, whose alternate babies are having babies with who? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Who's smashing it's just really like, it's just, it's just, you know, it gets unwieldy fast trying to, okay, so up until the point where we like, we roughly know who they are because the divergence happens here. We've been told that. And then finding like the logic in where does what happens after and how does these characters change from what we know, and it gets really it quickly becomes like really really unwieldy to try and and look down a uh, how many years is it timeline, right? And, and how much like who else and what. If you want, if you want some other older art that uh, y'all should be familiar with, because you know Mr. Butcher is as well, you can always go look at the alternate uh, episodes of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because what just occurred to me was like, wait a minute, who's got the eye patch? Because in that one, Xander had an eye patch from some fight where it was like, you know, Buffy had been taken out of the picture, so she wasn't the Slayer, but the Scoobies were still doing the job. And so I was like, holy shit, are we going to get Murphy with an eye patch? You're welcome. No, that's PG. not correct. In the, <laughs> alternate, the alternate universe of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh -huh. Sander has become a vampire. Well, that might have been there too, but I'm... Sander sure. gets an eye patch in the main universe. Does in he? the last season, yes. He gets he gets his eyes eye poked out by that's the evil... Uh, no, by a uh, 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 Philion. Uh, he joins Buffy for plays like a crazy um, preacher priest who's actually preaching for like a demonic entity, uh, basically. And he's super strong and just like takes out his eye, no problem because he feels like it. I had always assumed that one of the details would be that Harry loses his left eye, um, and he looks super scary with the goatee and everything. Alter alternate universe where the vampires kind of take over Sunnydale. 
with the master one, I think, kind of, because Buffy never came there. Buffy has like a scar. That's like kind of like the different Buffy. Uh, most of the main guys, like Willow, Sander, they're the vampires. Angel is like their plaything. I'm not sure Spike is there. Giles is there, and is like kind of the guy fighting the fight, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I watched it. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's why it's like I got some of the details crossed. I'm sure, but uh, yeah, you know, I I I can't imagine he's not going to work even a little bit in of that in there. So he does like his tropes. But. Somebody will have an eye patch, but it is a good question as to who, and we haven't talked about <laughs> Murphy yet. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, I, we talked about her a little bit in the pre-show, and we're we're not going to do it justice here. But Murphy, so ev- Murphy's going to be the Murphy everybody hates, right? She's going to be the Murphy from the first two books, yes. because we're not going to have the sit-down lunch at the McDonald's or whatever in the Walmart and have mm-hmm. that explanation before the chlorophene shows up, right? She's not going to be brought in. And so when Harry keeps running around doing dark and dirty shit and she, he stops, you know, maybe he's not doing her jobs anymore. Maybe she catches him in the act or something. She's going to be one of his primary antagonists, at least early on. I think, you know, obviously she's not going to scale well for him. um, But like, we've all assumed that that conversation in the subway and Walmart and summer night is not going to happen. And it's probably likely that that is going to be a part where they're not going to combine forces because she's still going to be demanding information. He's still going to be refusing to do it. But all of the things that made him made the decision to tell her was still there of the fact that Susan did get hurt because he didn't tell her anything. And he is overwhelmed at that point dealing with whatever is going on with the fairies and he doesn't, he can't figure out and someone's murdered. So he might still have that conversation with her and they depart later when he's making all of the wrong decisions. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe they have a sit down, but the, the same Genesis won't be there. Right. Either way. Like the, the end result is still going to be, he, I can't imagine he's going to be like, well, you know, I'm a vampire or a vampire thrall now. So I'm going to tell you everything about the white council. Right. Like, or, you know, imply that this stuff is going on. Yeah. I just, it could be you know, that uh, he'll have a different, um, set of compulsions at that point of he can't tell because whatever magical thing might have happened to him or he just has more secrets and more things that he feels like he can lose. Or we get Vampire Murphy. So Anyway, go get Vampire Murphy. Yeah, that'd be fun. Cody Bro said that Butters gets the eye patch. I, I did smile at that. I think I like that choice, so uh, I don't. I, I also think someone's dead has a fair point, though. That I don't think if the book still somewhat main plot happens, Butters dies at the uh, mortuary. Well, it's not, uh, right. Uh, right, medical Yo, center. What was the name of it? Something. Well, like that. Yeah, the, the institute, right, or whatever it is. So, yeah, Yo, Johan's been trying to off everybody in the comments as well. The, so the main problem with that is all of those people are complications. And so, like, every single one of them that's dead is less complicated story, which means that it makes Dresden's life less complicated. So we can't have any of that. Like The whole fun part about it is also that we get to meet most of the main characters' alternate selves, right? right. If, if most of them are dead, that's not very fun. 
Yeah, like the only the only way that I could see some of those characters dying is like, I mean, like yeah, butters butters might get taken out of the apartment and then died or whatever like that. But even better would be if alternate Harry killed him or got him killed, right? You know, something along those lines. Because again, the the thought in your brain, because that's what Butcher's going to do, is going to be how is this going to hurt Harry? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that has to be it's the gonna, thing. It's gonna what be is because going to because he killed pictures? them. Or because he did something to them, you know. So, you know, may, yeah, maybe Butters is dead because Harry decided not to save him or couldn't save him in alternate universe. Maybe Murphy's got an eye patch because Dresden wasn't quick enough or something like that. Evil Dresden probably could give a shit, right? He doesn't. He doesn't care. But when our Dresden <laughs> finds out, oh my God, what what's happened to all of you guys? And you know, he gets that story. Yeah, then you get pity party Dresden. That Murphy's still better off than our Murphy. <laughs> Maybe. So. Yeah, like she has to be around just to make it hurt. Yeah, or or she's just straight up in a wheelchair because Dresden wasn't there to save her from something. So, yeah, she she's the Oracle. She's Barbara Gordon, <laughs> right? So, yeah, whatever it does. What do they it call you? Wheels. And then yep. then Batman is Butters then because we like just like he is in the main universe. <laughs> Maybe. But he does it's that with all the power of Bob. Does Harry ever give up Bob? Yeah. He he gets fully unlocked evil Bob for the Dark Hollow. Yeah. So. yeah, I think that's going to be one of the decisions that's going to differentiate the Harry. So he's not going to make Bob lock away and forget evil Bob. He's going to keep that hidden for when I have questions. Because he's right. going to be smart enough to ask the fucking questions. Is that butter still a potential sword wielder? Was he chosen for that before even knowing Harry? No, deadbeat at least, right? So yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, well, we could derail this and talk <laughs> about fate and destiny or whatever. But um, you know, at the very least, we got our our little head nod in deadbeat. So, but so here's the other question, and I don't want to. We're running over already, but. Where does Harry get the knowledge or the power to be able to do the things like pull himself out of an alternate universe? Great question. Right. So last supposition, shield, I would guess. Last shield's a good, I like that answer because the other supposition is, does evil Bob know? And if evil Bob knows, <laughs> it's Kem is that why Kemmler's so hard to kill? Which means Kemmler is still fucking running around out there somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this so, is great. Hopefully that would be great. Yeah. Well, no, I think no, they killed him. What, because <laughs> if, if Kemmler was running around and he was running around in that universe and he's like, hey, you're really interesting. I'm going to teach you some shit. Especially well, if maybe even... Kemmler was actually there with the whole Dark Hollow thing. Like if Kemmler was alive. Right. And he just decided to see how is everyone going to play out in Deadbeat. It's like, you're really interesting. You learned what the hell it is and you... Uh, beat to death all the rest of them, probably. It's like an audition. Right. Not even just that, though, but I like the idea of Harry making it back to our universe and wake up or whatever and just being like, fuck, he's still alive. Gotta make a phone call to the council like, yo, listen up. Right. I got some news. <laughs> You know I don't think it's going to go down that way because I can't imagine where, where, like, which book that would fit in. But still, like, no, 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 you know, I want it, I want it, I want it. 
<laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. And they're just like, why are you calling us? You're not a warden or even a member anymore. Don't tell them to hang up. This is the yeah, time you to get use that the whole, signal. Right. You get that whole scene in the Ministry of Magic of, oh, he's back. You know, when they finally realize what everybody's known the entire fucking time anyway. So, but. Mm -hmm. yeah. so I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, in theory, we could fucking keep like they, there's there's so much speculation you can do in what yeah, what and who and mirror mirror should probably well, do this through again. half the books yeah Let's see. okay we'll probably come back to this because it's like what happens to ivy what happens to Kincaid? i just started like i know we've talked about this before but now with the with the new information from the newest books and questions answered it's like wait what's what's going on all right yeah we'll do this again all right. Uh, next week, our movie was *Empress New Groove*. Finally, because are we also are we also watching that documentary? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Are you going to walk watch the documentary? It's a definite maybe. <laughs> Man, I plan on watching it because again, I could like quote the movie already. So yeah, you know. but like, I'm not going to not have the excuse to watch the movie. It's my homework. But, yeah, that's for the while we were recording after. Eh. Eh. Too much homework. Right. <laughs> I have to watch a movie. Yeah. I did have a class that was like that. It was great. I, I had, it was a basically anime class. Is it go home and watch this anime? Oh. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Sweet. I was <laughs> going to do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, watch Spirited Away. Alrighty. My closest Again? one was watching Monty Python for extra credit. So world <laughs> art history, every every semester he would do that and he had a proper popcorn machine. So it's like, come get actual movie quality popcorn and watch a movie you would watch anyway and get it a, a bunch of extra credit. But yeah. Nay, it's but a flesh wound. <laughs> All right, that is next week. We'll come back to this topic uh, soon, probably. But anyway. Yep, bye guys.